Ooh, welcome back to the United Sports Podcast. My name is Andrew. I'm here with my co-host, Garrett. It is a Monday afternoon for us here in Nashville, Tennessee. We had a week off. We started a new job. We are back, though. Schedule is still being found out. We will try our best to get a podcast to you guys every single week still. But how are you doing? I'm doing great. We've, we've missed a lot, so we have a little bit of some older stuff to cover, but we're going to get to it. I mean, what a great weekend of sports we just had, though. I mean, NBA wrapped up, baseball kicked off, and we had the Masters. Yeah, it was good. I, From a sports better standard, speaking, I uh, don't mind baseball being back. I, we currently have a baseball game on the, on, the, on the big screen. Just watching that. I'm not, but that's how it's going right now. Masters. One of the best masters we've seen in a few years because we haven't, we didn't have one two years ago. Well, but, I don't know if it was one of the best masters. I think one of the they, oddest. It was really weird. We got Tiger back. We had a lot of people that didn't make the cut that probably should have. We had players ranked in the top five to ten of golf that didn't make it and make the cut or even play well at all. It's really weird. I sh- I, sh- I could say. Yeah, I think so. I noticed that they did make some changes to the course, and I'm always okay when they make changes to courses. But at the same time, sometimes they make the golf too hard, and nobody ever wants to see that. Like everybody wants to see good golf. And how many guys were actually under par going into Sunday? It was only like ten guys under par going in, and it's like, well, what the hell? Yeah, like, plus one was like, like didn't, didn't Rory start Sunday off at plus one? Yeah. He was one over, and he finished a seven over, so great golf by Rory, and we'll talk about him in a bit. But it was like the golf was too hard. And, I mean, props to Scheffler and Cam Smith and Shane Lowry and then Rory on Sunday like for just playing absolutely. That chip-in that Scheffler had on, I believe, three. I mean, that's the shot of the tournament. You know, because he hits three tee shots into the woods. He's struggling to start. He made a couple nice shots, and then he hits that chip to save a birdie. And it's like, oh, shit. This guy's going to win the fucking Masters. Like, kid show. The kid show, you're right. And, you know, and then Cam Smith, obviously, you know, you get to 12, and 12 is the demon hole for everybody. And it's like, you just have to get through 12, and you might have a shot. And he gets a triple bogey, and it's like, well, that's it. You know, you're done. Um, and once again, that hole is just, it, it can make or break you. And all week long, we saw guys, their tournament was over if they put it in the water there. And you have to... You have to get it on the green. It's just how it works. In your mind, after what you saw this weekend with the Masters, who is the number one in the world right now? I think it's got to be Scheffler. And I'm not the biggest Scheffler fan. Like I think, he's a, I think he's a good golfer. But he's been really consistent since the end of last year. Because remember, in the Ryder Cup, then the last day they paired him up with Rom, And it was just kind of like, ah, oh, Rom's the best player in the world. Like We'll just put Scheffler with him. We can't beat him anyways. And then Scheffler beat him. Yeah. And, like, since then, he's been playing maybe not the best golf in the world, but the most consistent golf. And, I mean, I'm not the – I love to watch golf, but I'm not the most consistent watcher. But every week that I've watched him, he does stand out to me. Like, this guy, hey, this guy can make a lot of shots. You know, nothing is too difficult for him. He'll make a mistake, and he can overcome it. You know, that, like, that's why I always like Jordan Spieth. Like, Jordan Spieth, when he won the Masters, it was like, okay, this guy can make a mistake and then get through it. That was always the thing with Tiger. And I'm not comparing anybody to Tiger. Tiger's different. But, like, I've said this to you a thousand times. Tiger's the only golfer in history where 
like when he needed to do something, he could do it. Like he just, it was like, okay, I got to make this chip on 16 and 05 to win, to basically win the Masters. Okay, I'm going to make this chip on 16 and 05. Like I'm just going to do it. You know, and like Speed could do that. Phil could always do that. And when I watch Scheffler, I'm like, hey, this guy can kind of do that. Like well, he, he won four majors. He's won four major golf tournaments. Well, yeah, four major tournaments. Yes. He hasn't won majors. Yeah. He's, you know, he won his first major, but like he's, he's a really good golfer. And I think. The way he played Augusta this week was really impressive. I, I was very impressed with his golf. And I was rooting for Cam Smith because I really like him. I think, I think he's a little bit of a sideshow with the hair and the mustache and everything, but I like the way he plays. I think he's aggressive. He's just a guy to watch out for next year, which we've which been is saying weird that because, for the last five right, years because every year he's in the top he's 10. He's come in top 10, four yeah. straight Masters. Like, at some point, he's got to win it here. I thought this was going to be – I said to you before the round started, I said, oh, I think Cam Smith might win this. I, I went and placed a bet. Yeah, I, I, I bet on him to win it. I, I saw him birdie hole one, and and Scheffler started. Sheff, no, Scheffler started his drive out into the into the the woods, off of one, and Cam Smith parted the hole or birdied the hole. And I said, "Yep, it's over." And then Scheffler hit his next drive into the woods. I thought I had it, but it. I think this was a weird Masters, um, because to me, who won didn't matter. To me, what mattered was Tiger. That's it. I watched almost every hole he played. And I posted on social media about this. I said, whether you, I don't care what his final score was. I understand he was plus nine or whatever he was. To make the cut at Augusta, like one of the most difficult courses in the world, with all that terrain that he had to cover with his leg injury, to make the cut after not playing golf competitively for almost two years, basically. And to play as well as he did for the first two and a half days with the wind and the way the weather worked out is one of the gutsiest golf performances I've ever seen. I mean, let me just give you some names that Tiger made the cut over after having a, a bum leg. Brooks Kepka, Jordan Spieth, Xander Shoffley, uh, Bryson's down there somewhere. Bryson was um, terrible. And I'm not going to blame Bryson because he's injured right now, so that's I understand that. But even still, like him missing the cut is you know it yeah. is what it is. Louis stays in withdrew after day one. He had a back injury. Yep. I'm not holding that against. No, him. I know. I'm just throwing his name out there. But th- there are some some big guys that that Tiger made the cut over and didn't probably shouldn't have in everybody's mind. Like Tiger Woods opened up opened up the Masters at plus five thousand to win. No, Tiger was not winning the Masters. But but after day two, you were like, holy shit, he's he in the He could mix. do it. He was in the top ten after day two, and you're like, holy shit. Like, <laughs> he's only four back of the lead. Yeah. Like, he could, if you get to Sunday and you're Tiger, the pressure's on everybody else. It's not on him. He's won at 15. He's won 15 majors. Like, what pressure is he? He knows how to do this. He can ball strike around Augusta all day long. That shot he hit out of the trees on, I think it was 16 on day one, like with the recoil and where he put that on the green, it was just like, that's the same guy. Like, yeah, is he as good as he used to be? No, he's not because his body has betrayed him. But that guy, when he needs to hit a shot, he's got every shot in the book and it's not even close. There's nobody that's more prepared to win a tournament than that guy. And he might not be winning tournaments right now, but if you had to, like if I had to do the, the one tournament for my life, I would still pick that guy because it's like Tom Brady. Like Tom Brady can always summon up that one ounce of greatness whenever he needs it. I still believe in Tiger Woods to be able to do that. And I was, 
I was absolutely blown away by how well he played this weekend. In all the and you could see how much pain he was in. And he was hurt. And he he walked that course. He played every hole. He played some holes really well. He hit some amazing shots. I was like, wow. I mean, you haven't played golf in two years and you're just doing this. This is unbelievable. Like, I still believe he'll win another major before he's done. So going into the weekend, we both had our guys. Um, you were a Rom guy through and through. I was a Morikawa guy up until, like, we, we filled out. We, we joined this pool. Shout out Josh. Guy we got to get on the podcast in the next few months from five states away. Um, got us into this pool. I switched my vote for Morikawa to Justin Thomas. It didn't really matter. Morikawa just finished three strokes better. Um and I, I also thought Zalatoris would yeah. play better. And he, he played okay, but not... Tied for sixth. Yeah, I mean, let's let's do Rom first. Because I'm the Rom guy here. Like, I've I've backed him for about three years now, where I'm like, this guy is the next thing. And I've used this analogy before. Like, I've taken him out to dinner. I've gone to a movie with him, but I can't seal the fucking deal. Kid show. Kid show. And it's just like, this is the third straight Masters where we get to Sunday, and he's not even in contention, but then he shoots a 67 or whatever, and everybody's like, oh, John Rahm next year. I'm done. I'm not picking John Rahm. I picked John Rahm to win the Masters last year. I'm not doing it. I'm done. So for everybody listening, right now I'm picking Cam Smith next year to win the Masters. Way too early prediction, I'm picking Cam Smith. I don't care. Way too early prediction, I'm picking Colin Morikawa. I'm ready to get my heart broken again. It just happens every year. Is, is Rahm your favorite golfer? Right now, I mean, other than Tiger, right? Um, I really like Brooks Kapka. I just I like his attitude. Like that guy clearly doesn't give a shit about anybody, and yeah, I like that in golf. Like I like my golfers to kind of be dickheads. I like Justin Thomas a lot. I think Justin Thomas is the most relatable player on tour. Um, but then Ron, it's it's like Tiger, it's Justin Thomas, it's John Rahm, and then you know it's Brooks. Th- those are my four. I I really like watching those four. I, I really enjoy watching them, too. Yeah. I like the way they all play. I love that Justin Thomas, when he hits a bad shot and he's mic'd, like you can hear him go, that is just so bad. That's why he's, I, he's, he's my guy. The, the bright yellow pants this weekend, he hit a bad iron shot on day two, and he's just like, fuck this game. And, like Every single time. It, that, and that's me. That's right. every, every non-pro golfer. That's everybody, to a and, tee. And I even said that to you because remember, I can't remember if it was the tee shot that Tiger hit. Tiger hit a tee oh, shot into the iron woods. Shot. It was an iron shot and, and he it went goes, in the that's woods. That's just fucking that's terrible. That's just fucking terrible. And it's like, Kitcho, it's like, that's me. And <laughs> and you can hear Tiger throughout the round. He goes, God damn it. And I'm like, he's just like us. Yeah. Like anytime you hit a bad and now granted, I say that a lot more per round than he does, but it's like he hits a bad shot and he absolutely sounds just like the average golfer. And it's like, wow, that's relatable to me. And I like guys like that. Like I like DJ. But I don't get that same feeling from him. I just get the kind of feeling of... I feel like he's won a Masters now. He's, he's too cool for school. He's, he's too cool he's for like, school. He's, he's reached the point that everybody wants to reach. He, he doesn't need to do anymore. He's no, one I think of, he does. He is one of 81 people that have won a Masters. No, it's less than that because there's only been 86 of them. Yeah, but so... Well, Tiger's won five. Oh, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Phil's yeah. got a couple. Like, yeah. no, no. But... But like for me, let's do let's do DJ's legacy a little bit, and then we'll talk Rory last because I was really impressed with him. DJ needs to figure it out here if he wants to go down as like a an all time great guy because I think he has the ability to. DJ is phenomenal, but he really hasn't won anything in the last couple of years other than that Masters in the fall. 
and he's 37. It's like, you know, what's his, other than that Masters, what's his, like, crowning achievement? What's his claim to fame? And I can't really put my finger to it. He's been dominant, and he was number one for a long time, but it's like, so is Rory. You know, like, Rory's clearly greater than, Rory's career is clearly greater than DJ's. Like, I would take Rory's career 10 times out of 10. But, like, DJ's really got to seal the deal here with something. He needs to win something big here. I really feel that way. So, let me give you what DJ has done. On the PGA Tour, he's got 24 wins, 9 on the European, 2 in other tours. He's got a Masters win. He's got a PGA Championship finish of 2nd in 2019 and 2020. He's got a U.S. Open win in 2016, and he's got a 2nd place finish in the Open in 2011. PGA Player of the Year in 2016, PGA Tour Player of the Year in 2016 and 2020, PGA Tour Leading Money Winner 2016, he won the Byron Nelson Award in 2016 and 2018, he was the FedEx Cup Champion in 2020, and he won the Varden Trophy in 2016 and 2018. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's a very nice career. It, it, he, he's had a really great career. I just think that... Two major wins? Yeah, right. Like, I look at that and I'm like, two majors? Like, why doesn't this guy have five? You know, why doesn't he have five wins? Yeah. And I know majors are hard, but, like, he's really good. He won the Masters. Right, he won the Masters. And I'm going to sound, people are not going to like hearing this, but once you win the Masters, you won the hardest major of all time. Every other major is... Well, no, you won the major. You know? Yeah. I wouldn't say it's the hardest the because the Open can be really yeah. hard. You know, like, but, that is a hard tournament to win. And it's, it's like, it, it's completely different if, if that... Tied for second in 2011 was a one. Yeah, like it's like you you haven't won the PGA Championship. You won the you won the U.S. Open six years ago. You were the number yeah, one golfer in 2020. Right. It's like you. He needs to put something together here, and he's 37, and it's like, you know, once you hit 40, it it really your body changes and it becomes even harder, and you know maybe he'll figure it out. He's he's still in great shape, so I'm not worried about that. But I, I just I need to see something from Dustin here in the next couple of years, like to really cement that legacy. Because I there was a time where it was like, oh, this guy might be the next guy. And same thing with Spieth. Like we really haven't heard from Spieth in a while. He's had some nice tournaments, but it's like, come on. Same thing with Justin Thomas. I love Justin Thomas. No majors. He's got to win at some point. Yeah. You know, like, it, it just has to happen. Like finally, Rom got that off his back last year. He got that U.S. Open win. It's like okay. Now he's got to win the next thing. He needs to win the Open. He needs to win the Masters. He's, he's got to get the next one. It's like, when are these guys going to take... It's crazy to me that Tiger isn't winning, and he's still... It's not even close. He's the biggest draw in golf. Yeah. Like, can I interest you in... Is, is Colin Morikawa right now at the age of 25 just a little bit behind Dustin Johnson? I mean, I would I would consider him better than DJ right now. I all think time. Oh, all time. No, no, no. He's not there yet. Two major wins. I understand that, but no, I'm not there no, yet. No, not better. Close. It's 12 it's years close. younger. Yeah, it's close. I'm not going to go there. I still have respect for DJ's career. No, and I do too. Yeah. But like these are things. This is why the two major things matter because Kyle Morikawa won the PGA Championship, and then a year later won the the Open Championship. It was six. It was four years. Yeah, but you know what? It's not a Masters. No, I understand. You know, it's not a Masters, and it's not a U.S. Open. And those are the ones that people was... care about. It was fifth in 2020. What did he finish this year? I think tied for third, fourth? It was like fourth or fifth. No, fifth. So fifth, he's got a fifth yeah. place as his best Masters. Like, nothing to go with it, but this is just goes to show, like, 
Dustin, if you want to win something, you got to get on your horse now because there's guys like Colin who's 25. You got Will Zalatoris, who I think is 23 years old, coming through. Yeah. Cam Smith is 26, 26 27. 27. Like I've been, I've been watching golf for a long time now. Like I've been consistently watching the sport for 10 years, and like I watched it when I was younger too, when Tiger was dominant. But like, this is the deepest I can ever remember the field. It's it's incredibly deep. You don't know who's gonna win. Like. Matsuyama is really, really good, and he he's on everybody's back burner. Like nobody even thinks about him. And if his putter is going, he's really he's hard the to best beat. Best caddy in golf. Yeah, right. That guy spends thirty minutes to an hour on every single hole, reading the greens, just rolling the golf ball. Why? Like I want to know what that guy gets paid because if it's not a shit ton of money, caddies like, don't make a lot. Yeah, but the the work that this guy does, I, I I've never seen videos of of caddies just. Sitting on greens by themselves, rolling golf balls to see see where the golf ball rolls, and he writes it down. Maybe he maybe he should role. do something else because Matsuyama <laughs> still can't putt. So I don't know. Won a Masters. He it's did win a Masters. All right, let's let's jump to Rory. We'll finish up with him. I was really impressed with him, and I've I said this to you. I've never been the biggest Rory fan. I always thought he was a little overrated. Um, I liked him a lot, but he's you know he was never like my favorite guy. I was really impressed with what he did on Sunday. And I know there's no pressure on him. It was just like, ah, let me go out here and play golf and see what happens. But by hole six, you were like, I was like, shit, Rory, Rory might win this do fucking it. thing. Like, yep. He re- that was a charge. Uh, I mean, you don't see that. You don't see guys shooting like that. Shot minus eight on day four. Yeah, eight under is just ridiculous at Augusta, especially like, with like the the temperature and like even Tiger. That was his problem. He's like, I just couldn't get warm. Yeah. You know, and, like Rory's Rory's not young anymore. Rory's up there, and it's like. This guy just strolled out on the car- course. He's like, I'm going to shoot eight under. You know, no problem. That was that was a really impressive round by him. And that maybe, like, we've seen it. Sometimes guys play a great round at Augusta, and then it kind of, like, jump starts their year, and they, they win something later on. So maybe Rory gets a major. He hasn't won since 2014, I believe. Like, it's been a while. You know, it, it, he's due. If anybody's due, it's that guy. Like, he, he definitely needs something. Yep, last major in... 2014. 2014, I think it was the U.S. or not the U.S. Open, the Open. Won two of them. He's won two the, Opens. He's the won the Open PGA and the PGA Championship. In and 2014. he's and he won the U.S. He's Open got four once. four majors. He's had a nice career. He yeah. just he needs to get one here to solidify the you know the finishing touches. See, I think his legacy is. You'll always remember Rory McIlroy from from this generation. He he gets as much fan draw, not as much fan draw as Tiger, but he's close. Have you ever watched him like do these mini games for the oh, PGA? Oh yeah, oh yeah, great guy. Oh yeah, it's hilarious. He's super. So he, I've he's been on a couple podcasts that I listen to. He's really funny. He's relatable. Um, you know, I just I just his game was never, you know, the thing that I loved. But it was like you know he's like really good and really talented. Like we should put some money into him, and I get why Nike signed him. You know, when he was so young because he was really talented. Um, I just hope that maybe he can finish up, you know, get something later in his career here. He's 32 here. years old. He, he just hasn't been the same yeah. since that Masters meltdown. I mean, it, it's just... Maybe this brings him back. Well, maybe. shooting the lowest, the tied for lowest round on the Masters ever. Yeah. That's Look, all you, you need. You get the yips in golf, and yeah. it, can, it can wreck you. I mean, it can just wreck you. So is what did it to Cam Smith when he drove that ball 360 yards and it landed in the, in the sprinkler spout? Oh, is that what did it? Because it's like, I mean, he gets a drop. But it's like, now yeah, I gotta, right. Now I got to pick up this ball that I just drove to the moon and back. Like, I'm you excited. even said it. You're like, holy shit, that smoked. And then yeah. you're like, well, that's unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of chuckled. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like, I can hit my driver 180 yeah. yards. Like, there's <laughs> no better feeling than, than 
piping one. Yeah, these numbers are laughable for me, but just when I golf, I piped one two eighty five the other day golfing. And just walking up to that ball and seeing like, well, I hit that bitch a ways. Like and that Cam Smith had eighty more yards than I did. And I, I get impressed when I hit the ball two hundred and eighty yards. But it's like if I had to pick up a drive that I just piped, I'd be so disappointed in myself. Like even to just drop no penalty, I'd be so mad just because that's the one of the best drives you could ever hit, especially at a Masters, chasing the leader down by two. Unfortunate. All right, let's change gears here. Let's go to the thing that we're really excited to talk about. Okay. The United States is going to the World Cup, baby. We yes, are we back. Are. We are back. The golden era is here. It has arrived. Opening thoughts. We have our pool. We are in Group B. We are with England, Iran, and a team to be determined later between... Either Wales, Ukraine, or... Uh, Shit. Yeah, Scotland. Yeah, Scotland. 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 So who are we hoping for there? I don't want, I don't Ukraine. want Ukraine. I do not want to play Ukraine. The weight Ukraine. of the world is on yeah, their like, shoulders but right No, now. no, the... The backing yes. of the world is on like, their shoulders. They have, yeah, they have no weight on their shoulders. That's what it is. Like, the, like they're strolling in that tournament. Like, yeah, look at us. Russia's attacking our country. Everybody's behind us. No fucking way do I want any part of that. Nope, not at all. I need. We need to make it out of the group stage. That's, and I don't want Ukraine. As as much as that would be an uplifting thing for that country and what they're going through right now, please lose in in, in that turn, <laughs> in that plan. Like, please do not let Ukraine get into our group. I'm excited. We watched the draw. It was we we had we had the game plan. The best draw for us would have been England, Saudi Arabia, and actually you wanted you wanted the same yeah European play in as well. Yeah, we I wanted got. the play. This is what you got. Yes. So we both agreed England was best case scenario. And when England went into Group B, I was like, okay, England's B. Yeah, we're going to end up in the German group or the Argentinian Argentinian group. I'm like, for sure. And then they pull USA for Group B. I mean, we had a party. I jumped out of the, off the couch. I couldn't breathe for 30 seconds. Well, it was seconds. great. We, we shouldn't have had... Like, we shouldn't have had Group B. Because Max... Or, um... No, no, we, we, we got Group B. We got Group B out, right? No, wasn't it Poland drew Group B? No, because you can have two Europeans in the same group. No, no, you're yeah, thinking no, you're later right. down you're the right. line. Yeah, you're you're right. thinking you're later right. down the line. Yeah, but no, I, we got up. They pulled no, our Poland went first yeah. into Group A. Yes. That's what. No, they're not in Group A. They're in Group C. They're whatever, group C. Yeah. whatever. It doesn't matter. I'm just. I couldn't be more ecstatic. England. Who the fuck is that guy? Like, you're telling me England want like English tabloids for the last last three weeks? Not worried about the United States coming. coming I love them. What I love the it. last time we played England. I soccer? love it. I love it. Nil nil. Yeah. So oh, we no, one one. It was and one, we should have yeah. won. We should have won. We're a handball away from winning that yep. game. I mean, look, England wants us because they think that we're this easy rollover. And they might be right. We're a young team. I mean, this is it's gotta be one of the youngest teams in the World Cup right now. Oh, it is. Is it the world it is. is it the yes. youngest team? I I figured it had to have been. I love this team. Now, we watched that Costa Rica game, and I know everybody was disappointed about the Costa Rica game. What you had to understand, if you're not a common soccer follower, that game meant nothing. As long as we didn't lose by six goals, that game was irrelevant. We couldn't change what pot we were going to be in in the, yeah. in the group draw. So it didn't matter. It was just 
get through this game, get qualified, that's it. Who gives a shit if we give up two goals? And the one thing that concerned me was Stefan's play. Zach, Matt Turner's our goalkeeper. I, I fought it for a while. I've wanted to buy into the Stefan thing. It has to be Matt Turner. He understands the position better than Zach Stefan does right now. And Stefan down the road might be great. But right now, Matt Turner is where it's at. We need to put him in the goal. I just can't wait. Day after Thanksgiving, we're going to get the, the Megan Rapinoe tea celebration from 2018 or 2020, whenever she did that, whatever. Christian Pulisic scores. And that I'm telling you right now. Sips the tea. I'm predicting it. We're going to beat England. We're beating it. If we beat England and we win that group stage or we win this group, we're winning the 2026 World Cup. I'm not saying the 2022 World Cup. We're not ready for that. No, we're we ready will. For the 2022. No, we're not. Catch us. We make it to the semifinals. I'm going to Cutter. I'm oh yeah, going. I'll be on a flight. I'll be on a flight. To semifinals. Cutter. I'm not missing. Watching that. that game, and then I'll buy. I'll buy the ticket for the finals just in case we win. Win that game. We are. We are the second most prepared we will ever be for a World Cup tournament. The most prepared we will ever be is in 2026, when we play. Yes. In the United States. Everybody on our team will be four years older. I mean, yeah, our our team will be in its absolute prime. Yes, it will never be. We will never have. We issues. will not have a better team until maybe kids that are young now grow up. But there is right a guy now, in Barcelona's system right now, who's seventeen years old, very very good, who is he can't play. Right, he's yeah, he's too young. Yeah, I, I know. He's very 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 yep. good. Um. We need this more than ever. Can we, we talk about the Panama game for a minute? Because my my I love Pulisic. I'm sitting here right now. We ordered Pulisic jerseys right after we qualified. I'm sitting here wearing it at this moment. My whole thing with Pulisic has always been when you play for the US, can you show up and be and play angry and play be, that you are the best player in US men's soccer history? I don't. I love Landon Donovan. It's not even close. Pulisic is already the best player the United States has ever produced. Like it's he already is, and it's like we go into Panama. It's a must-win game because we cannot afford to have to go to Costa Rica to win. We need to go to Costa Rica with that game already done. And Pulisic shows up. Like he just shows up. Hattie, right? A hat trick, and I understand two of them were penalties. But it's like you still have to make the penalties, and he hit those penalties with absolute conviction. It was like I'm. Burying these on this fucking keeper. Nobody can do a thing about it. And if you're talking shit about the penalties, he had his third goal was one of the better goals I've seen from a United States player ever. That was unbelievable. That touch in the box to turn and then and then nutmeg the somebody finish. and then yeah, it's- right. Like that's where I look at him and I'm like, okay, this is where we have a chance. We have an actual guy when he's playing his best can score with the best in the world. Like there's a reason he plays for Chelsea. Like, and starts pretty regularly. That guy can score. He, he knows how to put the ball in the back of the net. And then, you know, I look at Weston McKinney, and he wasn't able to play in this last round. But Dude, when you have... Ventus. Right, like, when you have Weston on set pieces and just his ability to make plays in the midfield, that's like, okay, that's something. And then Tyler Adams has been the fucking lifeblood of this team for over a year now. I, I can't help it. I'm just, I, I love this team. I really do. Like, I love, I love soccer. You prefer the, the club 
the club soccer a little more than I do. I like, no, I like international more. But like international yeah. to me is so important. I, I only care about international. I like club soccer, but I don't care about it. I'm just happy to say I can finally watch the United States play soccer again. It was always for the last four years, I can't watch it because every time I watch, we lose, and every time I don't watch, we win. And then I, what, we went to a game, or we didn't go to well, a Well, we game, watched we went, the Mexico we, game we watched back the Mexico in like, game November. last year to, to sweep them in 2021. We won. And I was like, God, finally I can watch these again. The next game we lost. Terribly. We, I didn't watch the next one. We won. And I'm finally I'm like, I'm not the problem. I'm just going to watch them. We lost two straight. <laughs> it, it's been a rough, a rough journey as a United States fan. Please, if you don't like soccer, watch. Watch the World Cup. Watch the There's not a better sporting event. I'm this sorry. This is the greatest. Every four years is the greatest time to watch sports. Every single country is the most hyped they will ever be. These are the best of the best. In our, in our, we have a top five team in the world right now in our division. Nobody listening knows their names, unless you watch soccer. Lionel Messi, Group C, along with Mexico. Robert Lewandowski should have won the Ballon d'Ors in Group C. That's a great group. Group H, Ronaldo, human son of Tottenham, and these these names mean nothing to you guys. Kylian Mbappe. The highest paid soccer player ever. Like These are guys that you get to see in one stage for one month at a time, playing against each other. Player, people that would never play each other otherwise. Watch the fucking tournament. This matters. Every, they, we, and it, it sounds corny to say this, but they need to, everybody in Qatar needs to know that the U.S. is watching these games. Because soccer fell off. That's it. We need to be watching these games as much as possible. And that's all. So let's shift. We'll, we'll finish on the U.S. We'll talk about them for another second. But let's shift gears to the rest of the world. Who do you like in France. this tournament? I, I know you like France. So let's, let's skip France. France is the best team in the world. They should win this. It's my second, second team. But if you had to I'm, pick... If you had to pick another country, Belgium, you would pick Belgium. See, I'm out on Belgium. I think that their time was the last World Cup, and now it's like you're just not. It's not going to happen for you. You only have in a six to eight year period, and I think that theirs is done. I still think they're a great team. I think that their golden age has passed. So I'll just go through and I'll give you my group winners. I have Senegal in Group A, Netherlands in second. I have the United States in Group B. England in second. I have Argentina in Group C with Poland in second. Group D, I have France and Denmark. Group E, I have Spain and Japan. I have Germany missing the World Cup. I'm not shocked by that. I think Germany is in a really tough group, and they have weird games that is going to be hard for them to win. Remember, Japan went on a run last year. Japan won some games four years ago in the World Cup. They were a really young team back then. Um, group F, I have Belgium and Canada. Croatia missing. Um, group C, I have Brazil and Switzerland, with Cameroon missing. And in Group H, I have Portugal and Korea. I think I agree with you for the most part on who's coming out of the group. I think... Now, I'm a Spain fan. 
I don't love Spain's team, but I always believe in their ability to win games. I'm not going to pick them. One of Germany and Spain is not making right. It out one of them isn't making. I think Spain will get out. I think Germany is the one that's in trouble. Um, I mean, that's such a such a funny group because what a better group for two international teams that can just choke choke away opportunities to make the world. Well, Cup. remember, like, so Spain won the World Cup in 2010 and then failed to get out of the group stage in 2014. Germany won it Germany in 2014. Germany won in 2014 and didn't make it out yeah. of the group in 2018. So it's it's really weird. And then who's the fourth team in that group? It's Japan. Uh, playoff game. Playoff team. Okay, I and that's the, that's, that's uh, the Costa Rica. Yeah. And it should be Costa Rica, who you don't want to see because they have a top three goalkeeper in the world. Close, yeah. Okay, okay I'm going to yeah, say top no, three. Yeah. Like, okay, top five, sure. Plays for like, PSG. Right, he plays for PSG. You play like, against Lionel Messi. You right, play like with Lionel three, Messi and kill He makes Mbappe. three saves in the U.S. game where it's like, are you... This is the only guy keeping them in the game. Yeah. It's it. Like, you don't want to play Costa Rica. They're going to play five on the back end and just try to beat you on a counterattack. And it's like, that's and the kind of game... Fast. And they're fast. And that's the kind of game that can get a team like Spain or Germany in trouble. So, would I be shocked if it's Costa Rica, Japan coming out of that group? Not at all. No. I mean, <laughs> I, I guess I no, wouldn't be shocked. No, you wouldn't because no. the German team is yeah. older and the Spanish team is still kind of in flux. You don't. I believe Spain, in Spain is in this wor- this weird period where they still have their older players, but their younger players are really like they have Diego Jota from Liverpool, who's very good, not old enough yet. Right, Diego like, Jota. I'm pretty is, sure Koke is going to be on yes. the roster, and Koke's like 39. Diego Diego Jota is the Gio Reina of United States soccer. Gio is not ready. Gio is not ready for the World Cup stage. I want him on the. I want him on the team. Though. No, I want him on the team. He's not ready. He 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 should be a very limited sub because a hamstring issues. Oh yeah, coming to fruition. Yeah. Just but I want him there. Yes. I do not want him no, not on the neither. roster. He needs to be there because we're going to need him in twenty twenty six. Yes. Um. But anyways, if I had to pick another team other than France, I think I'm going to go with Argentina. My Lionel. I I'm going to go with Messi. I think this is the last shot. I, it's obviously the last shot. Um, I think the pressure's kind of off him. Because I don't think people are really picking Argentina to win. And I think their team is sneaky good. They're a little bit better defensively than they have been in the past. I always have faith in Messi to score a goal. I, I'm not going to ever say he can't. Portugal, I'm out. I, I'm not. I, Ronaldo's still great, but I don't believe in his ability to elevate the team to that height at Portugal, this point. They, they have such a good team. Highlighting that team is a 36-year-old right. Cristiano Ronaldo right. and a Bruno Fernandez who it can is either very go good, but, but has he can go very cold. very dry streaks yeah. from a Manchester United fan. I know I'm out on Brazil. I don't trust number Brazil. one team in the world. I, I'm out. Their heads. I'm out. I don't trust them away from Brazil. I don't. I just don't like. They're a great team, but they really feed off of home crowds. What and hurts? What hurts them? They have to make a decision in one of the most important positions on the field between two, the two best goalkeepers in the world right now. One of them plays for Liverpool. One of them plays for Manchester City. Who starts? You yeah, make, I mean, it's just there's it's no hard. wrong decision, but at the same time there is. There is because that's a continuity thing. Yeah. You know, if you don't start the right guy, like you can really affect your team, and so I think that's going to be a problem for them. I'm just out on them. I don't believe in their ability to win it. I, I'm just out. I think Netherlands is sneaky good. And I think uh, Poland and Denmark are absolute dark horses because they have guys that can just score goals. And sometimes 
if you just have the best goal scorer on the field, and that's why I don't want to see Wales. And I know we've argued about this. I don't see Wales because if I if if Gareth Bale's on the field, that guy knows how to score goals. Like, I don't want to see that. But I know you know you've kind of talked me off of that, so I'm not as afraid. But like, I don't ever want to see a goal scorer on the other I'm, side. Of I'm the not going to say don't be afraid because it's the World Cup. We've seen crazy, crazy stuff. Colombia, four no, eight years ago. Makes a run in the World Cup because of James Rodriguez, and that's it. Col- I, and I, I think that's the same analogy yeah. I used for you. Where's like, Colombia right now? Not in the World Cup. Not in the Cup. World Cup. Like, I they're not even going to make the Federation. I Cup. want Scotland in the only. I, like, I, so Ukraine. The, the please the, no. They have nothing to worry about. They the world is behind them. Scotland. We have Andy Robertson from Liverpool. Wales. We have Gareth Bale, and. XYZ player that probably would show up and just play good for one game against the United States and, and kill us. Um, everybody is just get on with it. That's all we, they're saying. I just like that we're going to get to play Iran and like there's serious diplomatic relations there that we hate each other. And I can't every, wait for... Every team. We, we play against Ukraine. It's like, oh yeah, here was everything we just did for you six months ago. Now eat shit. You're going to get the shit kicked out of you potentially. Iran... Remember when you threatened to nuke us last year? Guess what? Uh, We're going to drop the sun, Christian Pulisic, on you. (laughs) In England. England. Remember back in 1776 when a group of colonists decided to say, fuck you? We're back, baby. Here we go again. Like, I'm so excited for that group. Last thought on the U.S., and we'll make this one quick. Realistic expectations. Look, we're not winning the World Cup. Everybody knows that. We are not. Let me repeat that. The United States is not winning the 2022 World Cup in Qatar. What is our real? What should we realistically expect out of this team? Realistically, second place finish in Group B. I think you're underselling that. I think I think we need to so, win the group. We've we've traditionally had problems with Iran when it comes to international soccer. That's one game. That's one game in 1998. England, I'm expecting a tie. And the European playoff games, that's going to be a win. So that's four points in my mind. So our first game is going to be the European playoff. Yes. I think we'll win that. That's what I said. I think we'll win that. I think we play England second. I would expect us to either draw that or win it. I am not going to say we're going to lose that. If we win the first game and we draw the second, I expect us to lose to Iran. Yeah. I I would expect Yeah, I'm expecting four points in in our group stage, which I think England's going to beat Iran and the Euro playoff game. See, I think think England's always good for a choke job. Against us. No, I, I think against Iran. Maybe. I, I, I'm not going to underestimate that Iranian So, team. we win group... If we make it out of the group stage, whether we're one or two, we play the one... We, if we're one, we play the two of group A. If we're two, we play the one of group A. That's either Senegal or Netherlands in my mind. I'd much rather play the Netherlands. I'd much rather play the Netherlands. Um, I do not want to play against Senegal, who... And everybody listening, if you don't know soccer, you're probably like, oh, it's Senegal. Who could they possibly have... Just a top seven goalie in the world. Uh, a top player, ten striker. In, well, I don't know if he's really a striker. A top ten winger in the Premier yeah. League. Like it's just it's all these guys that you're like, oh, it's Senegal. But then you're, you look at the roster and you're like, fuck, it's Senegal. Like I'd much rather play against Virgil Van Dyke in the back than than the best penalty kick taker I've ever yeah. seen in my life. So we make it out of the group stage. 
Our first game is tough. No matter who it well, is. Well, it doesn't matter. If we were in yes. Group H, if we were in Group J. Yes. Once you get to the knockout stage, your first game is going to be tough. Um, it doesn't matter. Realistic expectations, first round drop in the, out of the group stage. I think, I, I think these next group of teams are very, 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 very good. Now, if we were in Group G and we finished second, I wouldn't be worried. I think we could beat Portugal. I would pick us against Portugal. I would. They're an old team. If we were in Group them. F, I wouldn't be worried because I think we could beat Spain or Germany. I would not pick us against either one. I wouldn't. They, I, th- I said I think we could. Their tactics would beat us, though, just because they're more experienced. Spain would pass around us, and Germany would just outbeat. They would just destroy yeah. us. Um, my expectations are I think we can win a group st- or we can win a knockout stage. I think we can win I one think knockout. I think we can. I think that's... If we do any work, if we don't make it out of the group stage, it's a failure. The hardest part about us playing Senegal potentially, Christian Pulisic plays against their goalie. Right. Mendy is Chelsea's right. goalie. Right. So whether that's, is right. that a good or a bad thing? Right. I don't know. But I'm excited. I'm just happy we made it this year after eight years of not seeing the United States in, in a World Cup. I'm very, very, very Look, happy. Germany missed the World Cup in 2000. No, I know. And it it changed their program. If Sometimes hitting rock bottom is the most important thing you can do. We hit rock bottom when we didn't make the World Cup in We have a great head coach since then. Yeah, I I really like Greg Berhalter. I think people give him a lot of shit. I think he really knows what he's doing. Yeah, he's not the big name European guy like Jurgen Klinsmann. He's not. I don't even think you know he's what he Jurgen is? Klopp. No, he's he's not. He's not a big European. Yeah. You know, but you know what he is? He's just he understands what US soccer is about. Yeah. And he doesn't ask his players to do stuff that they're not comfortable with. He tells, hey, listen, we need to go in and we need to get this done. Okay, we're going to get this done. They won the fucking Gold Cup with the C team against Mexico's B squad. Like, that's impressive to me. It is. I know it's the Gold Cup, but it's like, hey, you did that. You weren't really expected to do that. So, just to wrap it up, I'm going to give you every team from what I said makes it out of the group stage that I think we can beat. I think we can beat Senegal or Netherlands. I think we can. It'll be very, very tricky. Argentina, I don't think we can. No, we would lose to Poland. Argentina. I don't think we can. We would lose to Poland. France, nope. No, we would lose to. We France. can beat Denmark. I don't want to see Denmark though. No, I don't either. I, I I think we could beat them, but I wouldn't want to see them. Spain, Germany. I, th- I think. I think we lose I think to we both. We have a slight chance. No, we lose to both. They they destroy us. Yeah, and th- and this isn't me saying, oh, we can beat them. This is me saying, I'd be shocked if we did, but I think there's a slight chance. Belgium, no. Canada, absolutely. I would, I would not be afraid of Belgium. I'm not. I think their team is weird. I don't like their roster. I think that they 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 walk around like a team that's won something and they haven't. Yeah. Canada, absolutely. Brazil. Are you sure about that? Uh, fuck no. But I'm <laughs> you know what? But away it. from North America, yeah. I would take us against Canada. Brazil. No way. Um, no, we would lose to Brazil. Switzerland. Yep. Portugal. Yeah, I, I would think take we us. Can. I would take us against Portugal. Korea. Yeah. Yeah, we would beat Korea. So, 50-50 on every team left that we can win? I like those odds. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> Look, if there's a king of overcoming adversity, is it not the United States of America? Let's throw it back to what you said five minutes ago. I remember 1776. Bunch of colonists who nobody thought could do anything pulled it off. I, see, this is why I love the World Cup. It's country. This is why I love the Olympics. It's countries against countries, and that's what I love. I love U.S. dominance, and this is the sport we don't dominate. And for once, I feel like we have a shot at something. I'm, we're not going to win it, but for hey. once, I'm like, hey, 
we can compete with the big boys of Europe. Hey, England, it's soccer if we win. It's tea party time. Yep. All right, let's take a quick break, and then we'll jump into some NBA. Okay. So, it is Monday. The NBA playoffs are set. We have our 10 teams from each conference. We have our plans. We have the standings. Disclaimer. We have a rule for this podcast and every podcast going forward. No, 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 just this one. Just, oh, just this, this one. Because that team will become okay. a topic at some point. Okay. Can, we, can we do two seconds on them right now? Yeah. Really quickly. We're not allowed to talk about the Lakers after this point. They fire Frank Vogel. For the next six months, I don't buy a single fucking Russell Westbrook trade rumor unless it's him getting traded to China, Greece, or fucking Turkey. Every team in the league is suddenly going to have interest in Russell Westbrook, and none of them actually want him. So that is it. That is all we're going to talk about the Lakers. Our rule. The Lakers get brought up. The person that brought them up takes a shot of this undisclosed alcohol because we are not sponsored. And that's that. Let's get into it. The NBA playoffs are officially among us. And things look roughly how we all thought they kind of would at this point. Maybe a well, few what about in there. what about 3 we- 3 months ago? If you said that this was the standings 3 months ago, would you believe it? In the West, no. Or Sure. Yeah, actually. Well, I mean, three months ago, Chicago was leading the conference. Boston was in the fucking play-in at the 10th seed. Yeah, but did anybody actually think that Chicago was going to hold up with what they were doing? Well, I said two months ago, Chicago wasn't going to win a playoff series, so I like, guess I'm going to get that one right. And then Boston, you asked me three months ago, they weren't making the playoffs. They were playing atrocious basketball. And now they're playing the best basketball in the league, without their or second best basketball in the league without their starting center, because there's a team in the West that suddenly doesn't need their best player or any of their players, to win a basketball game by 25 against the number, number one seed in the West. Okay, I know you're talking about the Grizzlies, but the Phoenix Suns are still the favorite in the West. No, I understand that. But, yeah. You're, but yeah. two weeks ago, the Grizzlies... Yeah, but okay, but the Grizzlies also have lost a lot of games that, that people are forgetting true. about. That is true. They, they walked into Boston on a Thursday night like a month and a half ago, and Boston kicked the shit out of them by 20. Oh, that's true. And then Boston... Obviously, nobody played, but Boston just beat them by 30 last night. Like... I like the Grizzlies, and we'll talk about them. Let's start with the Eastern Conference. Okay. So let's just do the play-in first. Now, news just broke. Jarrett Allen is not available for the Cavs-Nets game. I think that matters because if Allen had been able to play, I might have picked the Cavs. I wasn't picking the Cavs either way. See, I like Cleveland, and in a one-game thing, they can make it really weird with their double big. You know, they can really mess with Brooklyn. I think Brooklyn, anybody can score 120 on Brooklyn. But do you want to know who the Cavs can beat? Either the Hawks or the Hornets. Oh, well, yeah, no question. No question. I mean, I still think it's going to be Brooklyn-Cleveland, I I think. I think the best thing for the Cavs to do is just say... No, no, they should try to beat the No, they're going to try. They should. But, look, we don't beat you, it's fine. Because we get to play against the Hawks, who Trey Young is... Just traditionally choking in the playoffs, other well, than against the Knicks. The Hawks have just had such a yeah. bad year. Like, I don't trust them at all. The, and like I said, they're walking around like Belgium, like where they've done something. It's like, what the fuck have you done? You made a conference finals when you played against a bunch of injured teams that were not prepared. Yeah. Like, get out of here with that. And then the Hornets, who are just young. I like the Hornets. I, I like the Hornets, they're but not they're, not, they're not ready for this. Um, let's talk about everybody ducking Brooklyn really quickly. 
<laughs> because it's so funny. Like, Boston didn't care. Boston's like, we're play whoever. We don't give a shit. We're ready for who, whatever. Milwaukee's like, nah, we don't really want to play Brooklyn right, right away. Let's let's avoid them in the first round. Yeah, rather than letting Philly, <laughs> Philly tanked the shit out of it. Philly's like, hell no, are we playing against KD and Kyrie? We are not seeing them. Other than, like, the Bucks saying, all right, Drew Holiday, just go play the entire game so that you get your bonus. They're like, nah, he can play 36 seconds, and then he gets his bonus. We're good. I just... I think at the beginning of the year, my favorite out of the East was the Brooklyn Nets. I think that's what I said because my argument you did was pick the Nets. James Harden, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant. Who in their goddamn mind is stopping this team? And the answer to that was James Harden, I guess. Um, well, that's been the answer to a lot of teams yes. that James Harden's played on in his career. Um, the Nets make a run. The Nets are in the, the Eastern Conference Championship. Who they play... Well, they might play that team in Boston, who also They're, who also has to beat that team in Milwaukee if they want to make it that far. But do the Nets have a slightly easy run to the playoffs? Maybe not because no, because they, because you guys have the hardest run of the playoffs as of right now. Yeah, you but could, then I, I would say that the the Nets have the exact the same difficult run because they have to beat you guys and then the next team and then the next team and the. I think whoever wins the Boston Brooklyn game is going to win the finals. Or win the, win the East, sorry. That's a big statement out of you. Um, and my argument and, for this And is, I would disagree with you. I would say whoever wins the Milwaukee-Boston Nets series is the team that's coming out of the East. So my argument for the Nets against the Bucks, if the Nets beat the Celtics in the first round. Katie got not fucked last year, but Katie's... Katie well, Katie's a, a toenail yes. from being in the finals. In the finals last year and winning... Probably, probably winning, winning the winning finals by winning, himself. Yes. Yeah. I think that matters. Now, Boston is in the same boat. Boston got bounced by the Nets last, last year. year when everybody was injured and it was like, well, we stay. We're the only team that played against the Kyrie, Durant, and Harden team. Yes. We're the only team that faced them. And they ran us off the floor Boston, because we were injured. Boston, for six months of the NBA season, all they heard was, who is this team and why are they here and why do they have... The great one of the one of the one of the best players in the league right now, potential MVP for this season, and they're not winning any games. And then they get their shit together and they get January first boots up their asses, and it's like, oh, there is a team in Boston that can actually win some games. And here they are, second place and second in the East, have to go through the Nets and then probably the Bucks and then probably the Sixers or the Heat. Or It'll the be heat. the Sixers or the Heat. And. I'm going to say it now, actually. Whoever wins the East is winning the entire thing. Barring a Steph Curry comeback. I, at this point, with Curry not playing in the regular season, I don't think he's going to have enough time to get health, to be. He must not be healthy. Because yeah. if he was healthy, they would have played him in the last game. So I'm out on the Warriors, and we'll talk about, we'll, we'll talk about yeah. the West. I do agree with you. I think the champion is coming out of the East. I think whoever wins the East is winning the finals. As good as Phoenix is, do you I agree don't. That there's only three teams that can do it, or is there another one in your mind that could potentially in the East make a run? Yes, in the East, I believe in Boston, I believe in Milwaukee, and I believe in Brooklyn. So it's That's just it. we're, I don't we're believe. Agreement. So here, okay. let, let's go through it because here's my problem with Miami. Miami's a good regular season team. If they're not hitting threes, they can't beat anybody. Like Boston wiped the floor with them three times this year. Milwaukee went down to Miami and just dropped an f bomb on them. I'm not picking Miami to beat KD. Like I'm just not. They don't have the guys that can guard him consistently to do that. 
I'd pick them against Philly because I think they have the kind of team that they're not afraid of of Embiid. But at the same time, Philly can also do some things to them that they're they're not going to be able to overcome. Um, I'm not going to talk about Toronto or Chicago. So we're we're basically going to say here are the five teams that are going to make it potentially to the second round. It's Brooklyn, it's Philly, it's Milwaukee, it's Boston, it's Miami. Everybody else, I don't care about you. You're irrelevant to me. The Bulls might not even win a game. The Raptors, the Raptors will make it tough on Philly. That game, that series might go seven. The Raptors are going to be tough. I think you should add the Cavs to that list. No. The Cavs are too beat up, and without Jared Allen, I don't trust them. I love the Cavs. The Cavs make it out of the plan. No, no, I'm saying to the semifinals. The five teams that can make it to the semifinals. You mean, I thought you meant out of the first round. Yeah, to win a playoff series, I'm saying. The the, the play-in's not a playoff series. It doesn't even count as a game. No, you don't think if the Cavs... The Cavs aren't beating the Nets. The Cavs aren't beating Miami. They're not beating they, Miami. You don't think they could go to a game no, seven they're and potentially win? They would lose in five. Okay. They're too young. They're not ready. I mean, it's just the rite of passage. You, it's not going to happen. Miami's too good of a team. They're too well coached. They're not going to lose to Cleveland. Cleveland, is much, as great of a story as they were this year, they're not ready. They're a year away, two years away, whatever. So it's five teams after that. It, it, whoever wins the Milwaukee or the Boston-Brooklyn series, we're assuming Brooklyn's going to be the seven. I think Boston's going to win that series. If you just give, if you just say KD and Kyrie are going to average 65 combined, good for them. Get your 65. KD can average 35. I'm not afraid of that. Who else is scoring for Brooklyn? Steph Curry's got an, an ankle injury right now. I'm fine hacking Drummond. I don't care about that. Joe Harris is not back. Patty Mills, as good as he is, I don't trust him right now. He hasn't been playing well. They give up 120 points a game. I know Robert Williams is out for us. From what I'm hearing, he's going to come back in this series. I'm picking Boston to beat Brooklyn. I don't want to ask. Five. I don't want to ask you this question because I know the answer to it, but it needs to be said. Does a Ben Simmons return mean anything to you? I hope Ben Simmons plays. Thank you. Okay, that's all I need. I to would hear. love. I knew the answer. I would love to hack a Simmons in Boston. Like, and that's the thing. Boston went for the two seed. Milwaukee just gave it to them. There's not a harder place in the East to play a game seven. And I think this is why the Bucks not beating the Nets to me makes more sense. Because if the Nets play the Bucks, the Nets already have it on their heads that this team was afraid to play us. They didn't want to play against us. I don't disagree with that, but I I do think that Milwaukee was like, oh, Chicago? Yeah, we'll just take Chicago. No, and I agree. Because I think what they wanted to do is they wanted to set it up so they don't have to play Boston and Brooklyn. Because they screwed Boston. They're like, you're either getting the two or the four, and if we just lose, you can't get the four. So here you go. We're going to lose, and you're just going to be stuck in the two seed. And I think they wanted, they just wanted those two teams to play each other. Milwaukee's not afraid of anybody. Giannis doesn't care. Gian- Giannis is the one guy in the league who's like, I don't, I'll play whoever. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but I, I don't know if it all comes down. It, it all does come down to Giannis because he's the oh, best yeah, he's player in the, the league. the best player in the world. That's not even close. But I think it comes down to also, there's a Drew Holiday. There is a Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton. Brooke Lopez. Bobby Portis. Yep. They're all Pat of these Connaughton. other players. Do, they have, yeah. Do these players, Budenholzer, does Budenholzer want to play against... I don't think Kevin it matters. I, I watched Giannis in the finals last year get 50 and make like 20 free throws. I'm not, I'm not worried about him. I'm not worried about I'm picking Boston to beat the Brooklyn Nets. I'm picking Miami to beat the Cavs. Milwaukee's going to sweep Chicago. And 
Philly Raptors is going to go seven, but Philly's going to pull it out. That's my prediction for the first round. So what's what's your first round? You have Brooklyn winning, and I would assume I have the you Cavs. Have... I have the Cavs going to six against the Heat. I have okay. I, I can see that going five. I just don't see how they get a second win. So I don't have Brooklyn winning because I do like the Boston Celtics right now. I think it's very. It, there's a lot of teams in the league that if they were the hottest team in the league, I'd say. I don't buy it. I watched this Boston team play against the Dallas Mavericks, who traditionally Luka Doncic, if there's a team he's going to go off against, it's that team in green that plays in the Northeast. I watched this team. There is a ferocity amongst the players and the fans live that I don't think is matched by any other team. With that being said, what team wins that game of Boston-Brooklyn is winning the entire thing. Now say it now. Barring injury, whatever team wins that game is making it to the finals. And I will reanalyze when we get there based on what team they are playing. So I have, I can't make a decision on that game right now. I, I, I'll take chalk, I guess, and say the Celtics. I'm picking Boston in five or six. Okay. Home court matters to me. Um, I think. Kyrie is not where I, I know we had this debate the other day, you and I, but when Kyrie is doesn't have to play every once he when he plays once every nine days, yeah, he's great. When he's playing every day, it's not the same. And defensively, Boston's just on another level. We have guys that can guard Kevin Durant. Like we have multiple guys we can throw at him. They don't have anybody to guard Jason Tatum. They don't have like KD doesn't even guard Giannis. You think KD guards Tatum? No way. KD can't guard him. It's not even close. And if there's one team that has has to prove it to themselves, it's the Celtics. They they've had some flameouts. They've had weird seasons. They want to say they got to they got to figure it out. It's that team. Yeah. So for the sake of the podcast, I'll take chalk and say the Boston Celtics. The Bucks don't let the Bulls win a game. No, the Bucks are sweeping the Bulls. It's going four zero. They're just sweeping them. I think the Sixers win in five. It's. I think it's going to be longer than that. I, that Toronto team can do some weird stuff. They can. They're long. Philly still doesn't have a guy on their team that can make an entry pass. Yeah. Like they can't. So I, I'm going to say Toronto wins two games that goes six. And then Miami's going to win against yes. Cleveland. So right now we would have the top four seeds advancing. So you would have Miami, Philly, Boston, Milwaukee. Again, I'm taking Boston. I believe in my team. I just I know that that sounds homerish. This is the first time in like 10 years where I've been like, okay, I actually believe this team can win a championship. If Boston can't win this in six, they're winning it in seven. There's no way Milwaukee's going oh, yeah, to Boston in a game seven. You're not rolling into Boston and winning a game seven. Milwaukee That's just needs not, to win this in six. Right. Like, the guys that have done that in history, here's the guys that have gone into Boston in history and won a game seven. Magic Johnson. Michael, or not even Michael Jordan, uh, LeBron James. Like, that's that's basically the list right there. Well, as much as I love Giannis, he's not those guys. Those guys are different. And we've had good success against them. So I'm going to take Boston against Milwaukee. Philly, Miami. Philly. I'm taking Miami. I don't trust Philly. I don't trust James Harden. That guy can just go 0 of 17 from the field in a fucking game and he just disappears. I'm taking Miami. And then we get Boston, Miami again. This, this, I can't take that series. <laughs> I, that series is going to make me sick. Like, I'm so sick of playing that stupid team from South Beach. Um, so you have Philly. I have Miami. You have Boston-Philly? 
Yep. Or do you have Milwaukee Philly? Boston Philly. You have Boston Philly. If it's Boston Philly, I'm cheering. I am so I first of all, you know me. There's nothing I love more than kicking the shit out of Philly. That's my favorite thing in sports. Um we'll, we beat them in 5. I'm not even worried about them. No. Um, if it's Miami, that's a seven game series. And I, I hate to say that. We're going we gotta go seven with them. I do love me some Miami oh, Boston. God, Tyler it makes me Hero sick. Action. I gotta listen to that Tyler Hero crap. I would still pick us. I would. I already said I, I would pick Whatever us. Whatever team wins out of you and Brooklyn is making it to the finals. Um this is this is the best shot Boston's gonna have. It, it's not even close. It's their best shot they're gonna have in the next ten years. Remember, if you lose, you always have two thousand eight. We do. We always have two thousand eight. And hey, Jason Tatum's still nineteen years old. <laughs> I, it's it's fine. Um, yeah, I I think this is their best shot, and I'm gonna trust them. I think I love defense. The way they play defense is different. It's just different. Um, so I'm going with Boston. Milwaukee will not shock me. Milwaukee is still my favorite. I don't think they can beat Boston. I don't. Yeah. And if it's Boston, Milwaukee, I would. Now, if it's Milwaukee, Brooklyn, I'm taking Milwaukee. If if Brooklyn beats if, if Brooklyn beats the Celtics, I'm taking Milwaukee to win the finals. I they don't. They're not afraid of anybody. They're not. They, they cannot. Udoka is the only coach in the East right now that can actually overcome Giannis. As far as like, he'll he'll know how to defend him. Spo against the Bucks doesn't matter. Milwaukee's just going to beat them. It's one of those three teams. Yeah, it's it's one of the three. Um, let's go west. Let's go west because this is where the fun begins. <sighs> okay, playing. Let's just start there. Easiest spot. We got Timberwolves, Clippers, Pelicans, Spurs. Now I've been torn since since they were released on who I think it's going to be. Now, first instinct. I think I'm going to roll with Minnesota. I think Cat and the rest of that team can can roll through a play-in series and just make it to the playoffs. If if that's if that's their one goal is to just make it into the playoffs, I think they can do it. Now the next team is where it gets really tricky. If Paul George is fully healthy and he's going to play every single game, the Clippers are going to make a run, and I don't want to play against the Clippers because. You're telling me you have a Kawhi who's like, I have Paul George back now when I didn't have him all year. No, it's not like Kawhi. It's not like Kawhi's played this year. No fucking way. I want to play against that team. So I'm gonna take chalk on this one too, and say Timberwolves Clippers. I like the Pelicans, but I don't think the Pelicans have anything else to match up against. Yeah. Cat. The- the Pelicans are frisky, but I'm not yeah. picking them. They they just don't have enough. And then I like Dejounte Murray, but no, the can Spurs you tell don't me have who enough. else on the Spurs is no. going to do anything. The Spurs will make that game against the Pelicans interesting. They might even beat the Pelicans, but they're not beating the Clippers or the Timberwolves. Yeah, uh, whoever the nine the nine tens in both conferences are irrelevant to me. They're just not good enough. Um, so we both have. I Minnesota think the Clippers, Clippers. I think the Clippers are the seven. No, and I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, I think the Clippers are the seven, which. I hate that for Phoenix. Yep. Because I think the Timberwolves are the weird team that can mess with Phoenix a little bit. If Ed- Edwards has had a lower leg issue for the last few weeks, I don't love that. But if the Timberwolves are healthy, like they're just Cat can go stupid for a little bit and this is like this is it for him. He's got to prove so, it. So I don't like either of these matchups for the Grizzlies. I hate it for the Grizzlies. Either one I hate yeah. for the Grizzlies. I do. I think the Grizzlies were better off saying, 
We'll take three or four. Two is just the problem. The problem is you don't want Jokic. No, you're right. That's why you don't want you. You don't want to see that yeah. guy because he's the kind of guy that can win a series on his own. Like the West is just weird because like the Jazz are just gonna be there. The Jazz are always just in the playoffs. They're always just there. Like oh, you get to play seven games against us because we're gonna go seven and we just might win the seventh one. The Timberwolves have Carl Anthony Towns, who if he can shoot a three ball, if he's hot from three on the night that you play him, you're not beating him. You're not beating him. L.A., I already said it. Paul George, Kawhi Leonard. That's not a duo I want to play against. If if they're, if playing, they're playing. If they're playing. Now, to be fair, I don't want to play this Clippers team. No. How the hell did this Clippers team win 42 games? It still doesn't make any sense to me. Ty Lue is the ultimate puppet master. I don't know what that guy does, but he's such a great game planner. Why he doesn't get more credit as a coach is beyond me. Yeah. What he did in the playoffs last year was incredible. Denver. Does anybody want to play against? No, Nicole nobody Jokic? wants to see Jokic. And now, the, the problem with Denver is they've kind of run out of gas the last few weeks, and like they're just so banged up. Yeah. It doesn't look like Murray or MPJ are going to play. It's it's going to be hard for them to win yeah. anything. Now, now they're going to play Golden State, which is the worst case scenario in my opinion for Golden State. Yep. Because who's going to guard him? You don't have anybody to guard him, and Curry's coming off an injury, and we don't know what he's going to be like. If Curry's not 100%, Denver's going to beat them. Yeah. Th- this West is weird. Yeah. I hate this West. We'll go to the Mavericks. <laughs> Mavericks Jazz. Luka, can you win a playoff game? Is Luka going to be healthy? Yeah. Luka was in a walking boot yesterday. Like, I don't know if he's healthy. And again, can Luka well, win a playoff series? Who on the Mavs is going to guard Rudy Gobert? I don't care about that. Who, who on the Mavs go, is Guard Rudy Gobert? Are you serious? That guy... No, no. Don't Offensive give me the... rebounds matter. So what? D- I'm sorry, when was the last time no, Rudy Gobert was impactful not, I don't in the playoffs? Go, we've gone through this already, the Rudy Gobert argument. The Jazz can win this series just because it's also the Mavericks. They, they, they can't win anything over the last five years. And it, like, It's just the Jazz. They're always just there. Now, the Grizzlies, we already said, could lose to any of the, any of the playing teams, which is so odd to say because I just said that they were – one of the hottest teams in basketball right now. And then Phoenix. You won eight games more than the next best team in the West. You're the number one team in the in, in the in the world right now. Can you beat the Clippers? Phoenix would beat the Clippers. I'm not worried about that. It would that game would that <laughs> series go six? Sure, but I'm not worried about Phoenix beating the Clippers. Like, um let, let's let's do this because I think we can sit, we can make the West easier by saying, who do you believe can beat Phoenix? In a seven-game series, who do you think can beat Phoenix? By the time they get there in, in the finals, I think the Warriors could. I think Steph if Curry Steph is healthy, I think if, sure. If Steph comes back game... By game five of series of one? Of series one. If he's back to Steph? Yes. Okay, I agree with that. Now, when they see him in the finals, I think the Warriors can do it. I don't know if the Grizzlies can. I don't know if Steven Adams is good enough to march, match up against DeAndre Ayton. He's the number one offensive See, rebounder in the, in the league. Here's my thing with the Grizzlies. I love the way they play. They absolutely don't give John a Rantz shit. John my favorite player in the league. They I don't give a shit about anybody. They are throwing up deuces to everybody. They don't, they're not afraid of you. They're trying to dunk on you. They're trying to embarrass you. 
and they don't care. They don't care at all. They embarrassed LeBron James this season. Yep. And just no, I didn't say the team. Oh no. I'm I'm making a point. They LeBron James was upset that they embarrassed him and they said, I don't we don't care. I need a vote. We're gonna have to take a vote. I'll do a shot just... after this. I'll do a shot. Oh, you're after. doing it right fine. now. I'm not doing it right now. I'm pouring it, so you're doing it right, right now. Fine, I'll do it right now. It's fine. Um I had to make that point. It had to be said. So I, I listen, it's a single shot, not a double shot. What is that? That's a triple. Jesus. Oh my god. All right, cheers. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'll put some hair on your nuts. Kid show. All right, look. I, I I think Memphis can beat Phoenix. I'm not saying they're going to. I would trust them. If Dallas is healthy, can Luka win a playoff series this year? Maybe. I wouldn't pick it, but it's possible. <laughs> Are you good? Yeah, I'm all right. That kind of hit me different. All right. Give me your pick. <laughs> Based on what it is right now. Phoenix Clippers, Grizzlies, Timberwolves, Warriors, Nuggets, Mavericks, Jazz. So got? my second round is going to be Phoenix, Memphis, Denver, Dallas. That's my second round. Okay. Now that's with the Clippers playing the Suns. Right. Doesn't matter. I don't. I, the don't the, the seven or the one or two. The Timberwolves and the Clippers are not winning a series. I just okay. unless Kawhi comes back and is healthy, I'm not picking the Clippers to win a series. Right. I just I'm not gonna say it. It's that's too much of a, re- a a stretch. I think I'm gonna take chalk again. Go one through four. The only one that that trips me up is three Golden and six. State. Golden State. It, it's if how healthy is Curry? That's my question. If he's if he's 90%, then the Warriors will win that series. I don't have a problem with that. But right now, I don't know what he's going to be, and I'll take Jokic. Yeah. Jokic is just different. So, I'm going to take one through four, barring Steph being healthy. If Steph isn't healthy, then I'm taking Denver. From there, I don't have the, the, the slightest clue of what I'm doing. I got Memphis Phoenix. You're taking chalk? I don't think it's chalk. I think it's the, they're the two best teams. So chalk. Yeah, yeah, but right. It's not like in the NFL where you pick the one seed. No, I know. It's still basketball. Like, all these teams are really close. You know, like Dallas can win that series. I just, I'm going to pick Phoenix. Like, they're just better. Yeah. Is that with Steph being healthy? If Steph, if Steph is healthy, they're going to the conference finals. Okay. If Steph is healthy, the Warriors will be in the conference finals. If That's Steph is healthy, the Warriors are going to the finals. And I'm going to say that now. I would agree with you, but I don't think he's going to be healthy. And I think the Memphis Grizzlies are going to be in the okay. in the conf- in the finals. I think they're going to beat Phoenix. Based on how the teams are now, I would have Denver playing against um, the Grizzlies and the Mavericks playing against the Suns. I'm going to take Denver Phoenix. I wouldn't. I I don't I just don't think Denver can score enough against against Memphis. I think Memphis is going to be a really pro- a real problem for everybody. Um, I'm going to take Memphis to go to the finals. I'm going to take I'm Memphis take to Phoenix. beat. I'm going to take Memphis to beat Phoenix. I think. I don't trust Chris Paul to be healthy again. That's I don't trust him to be healthy for four straight rounds. 
as much as I've grown, as much as I've given Devin Booker credit this year, I still don't buy it. You know, I'm, I still feel the same about him. Like he can always score, but is he a leader? I just, I'm not there. As good as Phoenix has been all year, the playoffs are a different story. I'm gonna take Memphis right now. I have Boston, Memphis as my finals. I have which, Phoenix, by the way, Boston. guys, Memphis is two hours down the road from us, so. I might have to take a few weeks off from work if that's the case. <laughs> I might have to travel back and forth between Boston and Memphis. I'm not even sure. Uh, I have Phoenix, Boston. and I wish you wouldn't. I've I wish always, you would pick anybody else because that makes me feel really shitty. I've always I've, I've said it already. The team that comes out of the West is winning the entire thing. Um, so, yeah. So you, have, so you have Phoenix as your champion. So you or get, East. Sorry, East. Or East. Okay, okay. So you have Boston. Oh, wow. Can you change that, please? I don't love that. Well, it's, it's either Boston or the Nets because I said whoever wins that can you, series can you is winning pick, the entire Can thing. you pick Milwaukee, please? Can nope. you pick the Nets? I didn't oh, yeah, pick, pick Milwaukee. The, please pick the Nets. Please change your pick. I, didn't, I would appreciate it. Well, no, that. the Nets have to beat you guys before I change my pick. Oh, man. I didn't pick Milwaukee last year and they won, so. Okay, let's. let's I'm not going to pick the finals yet. I'm not going to pick that until we get there yeah, because yeah. whatever. Let's do MVP really quickly. I think for a while the MVP has been Jokic, and I would have agreed with that. I think Giannis is the MVP. Yep. We watched that Brooklyn game last week or whatever week that was, and that guy's just different. And, and we already know this, but we shouldn't punish Giannis for have already wanting to have already won two MVPs. He is the best player on the planet. His advanced numbers are better than when he won the MVP three years ago or two years ago. It's him. Like, he is the the MVP of this league. Yeah. Uh, There's not an argument to me that could change my mind. I love Jokic. And see, a lot of the Embiid people are like, well, and the Sixers have a better record than Denver. They They have two games better than Denver. So get out of here with that. Four and six seed, and it's a two game difference. I don't want to hear it. Three games. Three games, whatever. If you put Embiid on the Nuggets and you put Jokic on the Sixers, the Nuggets would not even make the playoffs. I'm sorry. No. They would miss the playoffs. The Nuggets would probably be the best team in the East. Okay? So, I don't want to hear that. As good as Embiid's been, I don't care about the scoring title. Because LeBron James... Damn it. I'm going to have to do it. I'll do it after. I can't do it right now. (laughs) Don't start with me. I got to cook dinner still. Don't start with me. I can't believe I did that. I can't believe I did that. I made the rule, too. Um, Wow. I'll just pour it. Yeah, that's fine. Pour it. Um, Like, Embiid went for the scoring title, and good for him, but I don't care about that. I just don't care. It's irrelevant to me. if you just want to take it now. No, it's fine. I'll wait. I need a minute. I'm not ready for that yet. (laughs) That last one was kind of big. (laughs) That was like a triple shot, and that was, you know, it's a Monday. I, I shouldn't be doing that on a Monday. So we're we're both in agreement that it's Giannis. I think it's Giannis. Okay. I just I'm not picking anybody else over him. Yeah. I, I don't feel right about that. He's the best player in the world. Can we do defensive player of the year yep. really quickly too? It's Rudy Gobert. I have to disagree. I'm I I know you are. I'm not going to argue with you about it because I don't need to. Rudy Gobert is winning the title. There's an argument to be made for Marcus Smart. And I, I'm going to listen to you, and I agree with you that Marcus Smart needs to be in the conversation. I like that you know where I'm going with this. Rudy Gobert is going to win. The All right, here's my issue with Gobert. So, 
we do this with MVP where we don't let the same guy keep winning MVP because if it was the case, that guy that plays on that team that I'm not allowed to mention would win the MVP almost every year because he is the best player in the world. I think that's slightly No, it's not mentioning it. I didn't say it. Um, you know, like, like KD would have won the MVP last year. You know, he was the best player on the planet, and it wasn't even close. But he didn't because it's not how it works. I understand that Rudy Gobert blocks a lot of shots and, like, his screen assist numbers and his defense... All the advanced stuff, yeah, I get it. Rudy Gobert is great. That guy is not the best fucking defensive player in the league. I'm sorry. He's just not. He's not versatile. He doesn't switch like Marcus Smart can switch. Marcus Smart steals the ball. He takes charges. He challenges two shots at the rim a game, and he blocks 1.5 of them. So, I agree. I don't. I think it should go to either of the guards to make the all-defense all first team because it's going to be um, Marcus Smart and um, fuck. guy in the Hornets. What's his name? Oh no, I actually think Drew Holiday is going to be first team. Oh, defense. you think so? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Um. No. I, look, we haven't had a guard win Defensive Player of the Year since Gary Payton. So if Marcus Smart doesn't win it this year, with everything that he's done, being on the best team in bas- or the best defensive team in basketball by far, when is a guard ever going to win it then? So, so it's impossible for guards to win it. Is that the case? You have to be better than Gary fucking Payton, because good luck with that. He's the glove. Like, there's no better defensive guard in history than that guy. Like, it's just not going to happen. So, at some point, a guard has to win it, and if there's ever going to be a case, it's this year. It's Marcus Smart. It's not even close. The way that that guy plays defense is better than anybody else in the in the league that does what he does. He takes charges. He steals the ball. He blocks shots. He just takes the ball away from people all the time. It's ridiculous. I mean, you've seen him play. You're like, all of a sudden... He'll make a mistake, and then the next time down the floor, he's like, yeah, I'm just going to take the ball away from you. What he does for the best defensive team in basketball is unbelievable. He's the defensive player of the year, and if it's not him, it's Giannis. It's definitely not Rudy Gobert. I'm not giving it to that guy. That guy plays one position on the floor. He blocks shots. That's his job. Giannis guards one through five better than anybody else in the league. Whoever you put Giannis on, he's stopping them. So, if it ain't smart, it's Giannis. And if Giannis wins MVP and Defensive Player of the Year again, guy's a top 10 all-time player. I rest my case. Okay. I think that's it. It's been a a lot longer of a podcast than we planned on, but we got into it. You always love to see that. After two weeks off, brought you guys a decently long podcast because you guys deserve it. You guys are great. As always. Follow us on Twitter, at Highly Undisputed. That's Highly Undisputed without the E. Garrett's Twitter is in the bio. Andrew's is not. I don't even need to say it. You already know I'm never going to make a Twitter, I guess. Whatever. Uh, send us emails at HighlyUndisputed247 at gmail.com. That's Highly Undisputed with an E in that one. Questions, comments, concerns. Ask us how you like how we're, how we're liking our, our, our new apartment in Nashville. How we're liking our... Our, our new job. Uh, whatever. Whatever you guys want to know. If, if you want to know what kind of liquor garrett just took a shot of we'll tell you in an email we'll tell you if you just email us what the question is i promise like comment subscribe even though we don't have a comment section show the podcast to your friends we'll see you guys next week at some point in time bye